happy holidays. Hope everybody's doing good. Uh, as you all can tell, uh, I am decked out for the Wu-Tang Clan today. Man, what an episode. Uh, what a season two, man. This is episode 14 of season two of The Shift. Uh, we have been showcasing all of the greats in the early 90s up until this point. It's been a great journey, a great ride. Uh, hopefully, we'll be bringing you all great guests as we've been coming on this podcast journey. Uh, it's been so great. But today, it's all about the woo, all right? So uh, my special guest today goes by Kinfolk the Plug. Now, if you've not heard of Kinfolk the Plug, that's probably a good thing. I think he's done that by design. Uh, Kinfolk the Plug has had... Uh, different associations with everybody within the hip hop community, kind of like behind the scenes a little bit. So he's kind of like one of those silent gangsters, as I call them. But uh, I got a chance to meet Kinfolk last week, and he was excited to come and join me today to pay homage to the Wu Tang Clan. And you are going to meet Kinfolk. Kinfolk is doing a lot of other things that I'm sure he's going to plug in uh, while he's here with me. So I'm going to bring him in. So Kinfolk, my dude, was good. What's happening? And uh, talk to the folks for a second, man. What's good with your family? What up, what up, what up, what up? Glad to have you aboard, my dude. Glad to have you aboard. So uh, our audience has not had a chance to meet you. So if you could do me a huge favor by introducing yourself. And, of course, the rite of passage on the Diggy A2 platform is when or how did you fall in love with hip-hop? Boy. (laughs) Okay, first, I'm Ken Fogel Plug. I am hosting a podcast now, you know, plugged in. I do management, I do booking, you know, I have a lot of clients from Twister to Genuine. Um, I do a lot, but when I fell in love with hip hop, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, <laughs> bro, it's so much music at that time because I was obsessed with, you know, East and West music, like, and then, like, I love South music. So at the time, like, I think Captain Save a Ho was out by E40. <laughs> and then, and, and then Wu Tang album was out around that same time. Uh, Tupac had a record out at that time. Uh, Ghetto Boys, I think, were out at that time. So it was like, and and uh, who else can like do or die? Like, our bro, it was so much music out that. And we had good shows. Like, we had Yo! MTV raps and stuff like that out. You know what I'm saying? So, you people don't... Man, they don't know how easy it is today. But, like, man... <laughs> they don't know, bro. They don't remember Rap City. They don't remember bro, Rap, rap City. City's you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't remember watching Big Ticket in the booth doing this corny-ass freestyles. You know what I'm saying? And, hey, you know what's so funny? It's <laughs> like, I'm thinking about adding that to my show. That'd be so dope. That'd be dope. On the show, I'm gonna have them in the booth doing something like that. Yo, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna be plugged in for that, man. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate today, man. So today, you all, we are paying homage to the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, what I would say, one of the most significant groups in the history of hip hop. If not, if they're not in your top three, relook at your list because Wu Tang Clan is worldwide. I like to call them the Avengers of hip hop because. They have so many different styles and sounds that they all put together. And like Method Man said, they all come together like Voltron on the album. And that's pretty much how they got down uh, when they came out. They came out and, well, actually, the, they go back before their, their original album, which we'll get into. Uh, the RZA and the Jizza uh, are cousins. And they were trying to get record deals here and there. They're trying to get love from New York City. They couldn't get it. 
So they went back home to Staten Island, New York. It's like, yo, we're gonna do this on our own. So they found some some of their local homies and friends and got together with them. Nine of them all together and decided, yo, we're gonna make our way out of no way. And that's exactly what they did. So they dropped uh, into the 36 Chambers, which is in the time period of the shift in November of 1993, uh, which is considered by most the best 61 minutes and 31 seconds in hip hop. I could go down the whole track list, but I don't, you know, you all can do that, you know, on your own. But when you look at the first run of the first 10 songs on the album, I don't know if there's another album that is in comparison with them. Like their sound is different. They're uh, like the no one, like, you know, most rappers, like, you know, they get their origins from they sound like this person or they sound like like Wu-Tang sounds like nothing that ever came out in that time. So, I mean, this is significant to what they've done. And that's why I brought Kenfolk on here with me today to pay homage to Wu-Tang, have some conversations about Wu-Tang. But in the 36 Chambers that I mentioned, dropped in November 93, uh, only dropped or sold a million albums at that time. But then up to now, the 2020, they've sold three million albums, uh, but not their most successful commercially. But is there the most successful uh, impactfully when it comes to the hip hop community? So that's the one we're going to be talking about and showcasing today. Wu-Tang Clan is comprised of nine members, the RZA, the Jizza. Oh, Dirty Bastard, Inspector Deck, Raekwon the Chef, You God, Ghostface Killer, and the Method Man. Master Killer's in there too. And some people consider Capadonna as the, uh, what do you say, like, uh, the, like the, the honorary 10th member, right? You know, right. some people say that too. So we'll slide Capadonna in there because he dropped a dope verse in there uh, for one of the songs they had on Iron Man. I can't think of the name of right now, top of my head. Uh, he actually got a good solo album too. He did, he did, he did, he did. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, Cap, Cap can rhyme. He's just he a little kind of unorthodox, but I love Capadonna, man. But that's gonna bring me to our first question. So uh, once again, Ken Folk, thank you for your time on a Saturday afternoon, my dude. It's so so much uh, uh, pay, uh, so much of a pleasure for me to meet you. Everything that you're doing, man. So I I, I love what you're doing, man. Your movement, and you got a new fan if you didn't already. Uh, but what you are getting ready to do for the culture, man. So shout out to you, man. No doubt. So. Let's get into this, man. So when you think about the Wu-Tang Clan, what's the first thing that comes to your mind about the Wu-Tang Clan? What's the first thing you think about? I mean, like, if I hear Wu-Tang, I start singing to myself. M-A-T-H-O-D, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm retarded like that. I'm, I'm very special. You know what I'm saying? Um, Method Man is probably one of my top five favorite rappers. Um, the group alone, and that first album, like, first off, what you said is how impactful the album is. And it really is. Even though it's not their top selling album, their first album is going to be the most, because I can, any rapper that came after them in that time that listened to Wu-Tang, I bet they can recite the words from that album before they can recite their most commercial album. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you like, it's like when you compare artists that drop, like if an older artist dropped like Nas, like you said Nas, right? Yeah. If Nas dropped his new album right now, people will be like, yeah, that's dope. But they know his lyrics from Illmatic because <laughs> right. it's the most impactful project. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at their first album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's like, they're all a puzzle, bro. Like they they make that puzzle, bro. Like each artist, like, bro, it's like it's so dope, bro. And then I don't know. I could talk about this all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got all day. We got all day, my dude. We got all day. So don't even worry about it. We got all day. So, so which brings me to my next point. So breaking down uh, into the 36 chambers, which if you all did not know, 
Enter the 36 Chambers, the name of the album comes from two kung fu movies, The 36 Chambers, which came out in 78, and Enter the Dragon, which came out in 1973, which was a uh, late Bruce Lee movie. So that's where it got the like the kung fu like kind of feel to it. Um, they were just on a whole nother level. Like nobody was even thinking about that in hip hop. At first they were like, yo, Wu-Tang Clan, yo, that shit is corny, man. Like who's doing that? That shit it is black. And then like come to find out down the road, it was genius because no one has done that and no one has done it ever since. So I want to talk about a little bit more, Ken, about their originality. What does their originality mean to the culture of hip hop? Because they didn't, okay. And even at the time when they dropped, nobody rhymed like them. Nobody was talking like they was talking. I mean, it was just, and even today, you can't even mimic none of these cats. I mean, Ghostface had one person that tried to mimic him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. But it was like, everybody, bro, you can't, the talented that, and rhyme schemes that these brothers had. Take Old Dirty, for example, bro. All right. Like, if you listen to him solo or in a group, who like him sounds like him today? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, you can't mimic these dudes because they were so hard. Rizzo, like, I, I'm going to keep it real. I think Rizzo was like my weakest link in the group. I wasn't a fan like that. But once I listened to some more of his stuff, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like, he's really a mad, he, he, he's more of a, a mad scientist kind of guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so he, he, he does a different rhyme scheme than everybody gets. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but. Everybody else, bro, like Jizza, Inspector Deck, these cats was hard. Like, yeah, <laughs> Raekwon, yeah. like, bro, Raekwon can drop an album today. I'm gonna go bump that. I mean, cause he he's still spitting. Yeah, no doubt. And and when you think about um, this was just the foundation, right? So right. When you think about the foundation of Wu Tang Clan, it was this this album. And I remember going to get it. I was probably about maybe 14, 15 years old. And I remember listening to it. And I was like, yo, like, what in the hell is this? But it's so dope. Like, I was like, yo, like, I've never heard anything. Protect your neck. Like, who? I would never even thought of anything. Like, they shot the video in black and white. I think they only had, like, a couple hundred dollars to make the video. Like, we're talking, like, the lowest of the budget. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't care. They were just trying to get on. You know what I'm saying? Then the Method Man video dropped. Then you had the mystery of chess boxing, which is one of my favorite fucking videos, man. Like, because it's so original. You got cats on the chessboard. You got Ghostface with the white face on because he was on probation because he can't be seen on TV. Like, like, yo, who's be thinking of this stuff, man? Like, yo, they were so ill, like for real on probation. Like, he can't be seen. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, about it. when he did that, wasn't their presidents out at that time? Their presidents was out. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, getting ready to come <laughs> out. Like, I think it was yo. getting ready to come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I, I got a way we can hide this shit. Oh, I just yo, saw it. You know what I mean? You, you think about you think about cream, like and, and that the cream. We still say the word cream, not as much as we used to, but it's still a term that you know cats use, you know, to talk about money and you know what I mean. Like all the stuff originated from the Wu Tang Clan, you guys. So it's it's almost like hip hop wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for the Wu Tang. However, they also did something that was really extraordinary. And Ken Folk, I definitely want you to talk to the people about this, and that is their record deal. How were they able to sign all nine members of the Wu-Tang Clan and then they were able to leave the label, <laughs> leave the label and go do their own solo projects? Like, how in the hell is that possible? So talk to the folks a little bit about that or what you know of, of that deal. I think Steve made it to, like, because, like I said, he's one of those CEOs you never hear anything bad about. Like, I mean, like, everybody who was signed allowed, 
Like they just did the loud 25th anniversary. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, I think it was Wu Tang, it was you know Mob Deep, it was Big Pun. You know, all these cats were signed aloud. And so when he did the Wu Tang thing, I'm pretty sure he said himself like he made it where he only wanted as a group, but he wanted everybody else to find you know get their own solo deals. And then you know I think the first one that broke was. I don't think Method Man was signed first, but I think Method Man got the biggest deal first or something right. like that. He had the first solo project. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else was signed first solo. Well, RZA, because RZA was Rakim, remember? But. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, Rakim. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. So, but at the time, like I said, I don't. Yeah, I think it was RZA that got signed first. And then I think it was somebody. I think Method Man was like third to get his deal. And you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And what I mean, his first single was what? Him and Mary J, I think. Yeah, well, it's my Method Man. I think Method Man's first joint was, I think that was the second one. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh, Bring the Pain. Bring the Pain yeah. was the first uh, one yeah, that yeah. he did. Yeah. And that, Bring the Pain was first, which was dope as hell. Like, you see that. You no, know, they played that shit probably. Um, that goes so hard. Yeah. Yeah, and they probably played that in the tunnel. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that goes so hard. That's like that grungy underground. Like, right. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, it's just like, oh, like, what is that? Like, gives you that. that it's that one of the songs I listen to working out. Yeah, you get that stink face like what the what is that like oh my god like you know what I mean but they just did something so much so significant to the culture um, that you know I know I keep harping on you guys but if you are not a Wu Tang Clan fan and you say you're a hip hop head it's it's got to it's got to get revoked it just has to like you have to know about Wu Tang Clan because without the Wu Tang Clan you wouldn't have some of the other classics that drop because of the Wu-Tang Clan, like Met the Man's first album, Takao, Only Built for Cuban Links, the old Purple Tape, what is it, what's a, a hip-hop classic. Uh, to me, Iron Man is a, cl- is a classic. Supreme Clientele, uh, the Jizz's first album, you know what I'm saying? Like all these classics that came out um, would not have gone any, and, and, and on top of that, you know what I mean? The ODB, his first couple of albums were dope as hell too, you know what I mean? Like shout out to ODB, man, rest in peace, you know what I mean? Like. There was so much musicality that came out from the Wu Tang Clan, like it is insane. I mean, so they birthed a lot of artists too, though. I mean, yes, Killer Priest. Yep, Killer Priest. Um, Shaheen, bro. Yeah, Shaheen, the young shorty Shaheen yeah. had a joint out he during that time. Home, you know what I'm saying from prison. Like, yeah, uh, I just talked to that cat not even that long ago. Um, and he was in movies and shit too. Yep. <laughs> yes, man. So like. Bad. It's a, it's a movement, man. So I think one of the, when we start to close things out um, for the Wu-Tang Clan, we can go on this, on this, you know, like, like we both said, all day. Um, but unfortunately, the fans don't want to hear us all day. But I do want to um, point out just one thing, a question for you. So off the 36 Chambers album, what's your favorite track? Which one did you hear like over and over and over again? Like what's, that, what's the track that does it for you? In the Method Man single. It's going to okay. have to be them two right there. You know what I'm saying? Because... Yeah. I mean, those are the ones I play in the gym. <laughs> yeah, so man. So I still, like, listen to, like, a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, man. those songs right there, you know. I mean, it was just raw, bro. Like, even when the videos dropped, they was raw. They was grimy. Like I said, man, like, they they did something for hip-hop that a lot of cats can't do, did do. And they're still relevant today. Like, yes. they're all still putting out music today. Yeah. And they're in movies today you know what i'm saying yeah like i said method man's on power today he's playing a lawyer this dude went from playing in how high to being a lawyer in power yes yes man you got movies with adam sandler you know what i'm saying so it's like it's like bro you 
Mega Man, like man, that dude is is some serious. So. He's a talent. Yeah, no doubt. He's definitely a talent. Like he's and anything. What I love about Meth is like. I was able to pivot like he can he can, he can still rhyme his I, look I'm telling you <laughs> I'm telling y'all yo like Method Man can still rhyme so if you call yourself trying to battle him because he's getting older I I I tell you to think twice about that oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't try that I definitely wouldn't try that man I would I wouldn't try him but he's acting he's getting his money and like you know he's 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 damn it but I would say almost a mogul and almost a mogul status his name is so synonymous with so many different projects he's worked on so many different things. Um, and, and you know, and I, I love Meth. I love everybody in the Wu, man. Like shout out to everybody in the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, don't get me started. Like you know what I mean. Like Jeff is a nasty. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Tony Starks. You know, <laughs> Ghostface Killer Boy. Like like he got a he got like he just put out a record. I want to say like last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, he sure that did, man. Boy, and he's eating on that boy. I was like, this. <laughs> yeah, man. I love Tony <laughs> Starks, man. Some of these new rappers. I'm sorry. Yo, shout out, shout out to Tony Starks, man. Shout out to yo, my shout out to the purple tape. I can't wait to talk about the purple tape in season three. Oops, that was kind of a spoiler, but we'll talk about the purple tape in season three. Uh, but yeah, man, my favorite songs are gonna be "Can It All Be So Simple" and "The Mystery of Chess Boxing." Those are my two favorites. Uh, but like I said, the first run of the first eleven songs on the album, like you could pick any of those and you still be yeah. good because that effort the album is solidified in hip hop history, man. But Ken Folk, my dude, it's been a great time hanging out with you, man. Thank you for this, man. This has been awesome. But we gotta start winding things down. And typically, uh, what I need you to do, my brother, I forgot to warn you about this. Uh, is go in your house right now and find you a hoodie right now on the spot. Oh, I, I had one. I, I had one on. I just took it off because it was hot. I need you to find you a hoodie, fam. I know. I know it's hot. I know it's hot, my dude. Fans, just give them a little, a, a quick moment. Hey, I forget. I'm in Texas. You know what I'm saying? So I know, dude. I know. But not hoodie weather. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, we don't got snow. And all that cold, cold weather like everybody else, man. I feel you, man. But the reason why we're talking about hoodies in season two is because throughout the season, we've been showing a hooded salute for Trayvon Martin uh, and paving homage to all of the people that we have lost through the social injustice. So we want to make sure that we keep their memories alive. So we do a hooded salute during the shout out portion of our of our uh, episode. So uh, I'll uh, pass the mic over to. Kinfolk first. So Kinfolk, once you have your hoodie on, you go and give a hood a salute. And then uh give your shout outs, man. And uh who you want to see this episode and who you want to shout out. Dude. The floor is yours, my good sir. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. You're the first I'm one to actually put one boy. on live, man. So that's, that's dope. Sure, I appreciate man. you. Gave me this Rosedale sweat hoodie sweatshirt. You know what I'm saying? Like a no lot doubt. of clothes on the show. Um, I mean, I gotta thank everybody, man. I mean, if they supporting you and supporting me. I thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? I, I love the people who support that don't have their hand out. I love people that like want to actually help bring stuff to the table. Yeah. I, I like people who hustle that have, you know, that mentality like I have to go get it. I don't I'm not going to wait for somebody to give it to me. You know, that's who I am. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Team Sexy Psycho, you know, like if y'all don't know about the Sexy Psycho, go follow her. All right. Like, I, I tell like we're about to do a song with a Grammy winner, okay? And so their team hit us up and they were like, give me her background. I'm gonna tell, and I told him what I tell every major artist. I've never met a female rapper, let alone an artist that is hungry like this woman. She puts her all, her money into her music and her craft. 
She's never asked for a handout. She's never asked anybody for anything. If if I'm like, we need to do this, and she ain't got it, she goes and gets it. A lot of cats won't do that, bro. Yeah, so, And it's like, um, but yeah, that's the team, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm about. I like I love people who's gonna support your show. I'm gonna get some extra people on this show for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> we gonna we gonna like I said, cause like a lot of these cats want to do interviews, bro. Like so, I'm I'm a, I'm a, hey, I'm a, I'm a, as soon as they get done on my show, like like I said, I'm doing Young Bleed on Monday. We'll That's what's up. up. Shout out to Young Bleed, yo. I'm a big yeah, fan. Shout Bleed out to Young Bleed. Show. Word. So, I mean, it's bro. That, this is amazing. Like I no, said, man, I appreciate I it, man. I'll talk for hours about <laughs> music, boy. Hey, you got me cracking up, man. Hey, shout out to you, Ken, folks, for real. And shout out to the shirt you had on previously, which had Tech Nine on there. So shout out to the Midwest. Shout out to Tech Nine and Strange Music. Uh, love their movement and what they've done for the Midwest and the hip-hop scene. It's unmatched. So shout out to Tech Nine and the whole crew. Uh, my shout outs this week, man, are actually short, man. I got a short list, so I want to get shout out to Ken folk first. Uh, definitely my brother It's great meeting you and connecting with you and hopefully we can have some uh, future projects in the future. Uh, I love to be on your podcast as a guest. You know what I'm saying? I think it'd be great. We talk about, cause I told you before, man, it's, it's really hard to meet, uh, master Yoda levels, hip hop minds really hard to meet. I know it sounds easy, but it's really hard to meet other people that have a knowledge of hip hop, um, as deep as yours. So I appreciate you, sir, uh, for coming on the podcast today. Uh, I want to give a shout out to just my family. I know it's the holidays right now. So being able to be around my family uh, and my, my kids and shout out to my daughter, Myra, for giving me these new Henny glasses. Word up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sipping on my hen dog. You know what I mean? And it's just been a great ride. But that's all that I have for the week. Now, next week, you guys tune in. It's going to be the season. Uh, the season's over, man. Season finale next week. And we're going to close the season out with the Tribe Called Quest, which is one of my favorite hip-hop groups of all time. Uh, so tune in for that, you guys. But as always, shout-out to our fans, followers, supporters. Shout-out to Kenfo. Shout-out to Hip-Hop. We'll see you guys next week, all right? One double zero. Peace.